Mulder, look, Colton plays by the book and you don't. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky. It's still real to me, damn it! Okay. Hey, what's up? My name is Noelle, and I am so sick and tired of my dog shitting all over my living room. Hi, and I'm Chelsea. I'm the raw, half-boiled chicken that splashed out of the pot that I was boiling for Apollo earlier and scalded my tummy a little. Ooh. Yeah, it was gross, and then I rubbed uh, hand sanitizer on my stomach because I was scared of salmonella. <laughs> I didn't know what? what to do. It, like, got on my tummy. Okay. That's flawless logic. That's flawless logic. Well, if you didn't have an infection, you for sure do now. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Also, thank you so much for cooking Apollo chicken. For everyone who doesn't know, Apollo's shitting everywhere. Anyway, speaking of shitting everywhere, um, like we said yesterday, there's going to be a part two since every single person decided to reply with our listener pasta. So do you want to start this one off? Yes. Also, thank you for replying. I feel like we, I got, like we got more than what I had expected. Yeah, I definitely was like, Hey, everybody, here's your last call for stories, like thinking we would have two. Meanwhile, in reality, apparently everyone's had a haunted experience besides me. Yeah. So first off, this one comes from uh, Reddit user Wine Dined 69. <laughs> Wait, Wine Dined? Like Wined and Dined? Yeah. Wined, Dined, and 69. Honestly, sold. What a date. Uh, what a deal. Awesome. So this one I was really excited to read because I saw the I saw Skinwalker and my interests were piqued. So here we go. I don't know if this is as local as you would like, Vernal, Utah, but there's a lot of Skinwalker stories in northeastern Utah. Wait, dad, I thought Reddit was supposed to be random people. How is this person from Utah? Are you in like a Utah I posted only? in Salt Lake City. Oh, cool okay and just ask if people had local spoopy creepy pasta okay i understand so yes vernal utah's mere stones throw i dare say um so my dad used to work for an oil company savage if you're wondering and saw a native american man running on the edge of a dirt road between oil pumps at around 2 a.m looking absolutely mortified now most of the time if you run into someone between oil pumps on the dirt roads Company policy is to leave them alone unless the weather is bad enough to warrant picking the person up or the person has on a company uniform. My dad decided to make an exception to help this guy out. The man explained that a skinwalker took his truck and drove it off a cliff. Oh, it's a bummer. Ooh. My dad is usually pretty skeptical, skeptical about this sort of thing, but decided to investigate. I call them crackheads. They call them skinwalkers. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's who lives on your roof. So <laughs> just to, I don't know if it matters at this point. They're still coming to kill you. <laughs> Um, he drove to the area where the man had said the event took place. Rock cairns scattered the ground next to a cliff about 150 feet, if I recall correctly, signifying that this site probably had spiritual significance. The man explained that he had parked there, I forget the reason, got out of his car, and when he returned to his car, roughly 20 minutes after getting out, the driver's seat was occupied by a spirit-slash-skinwalker. The description he gave was like a man, but translucent. The spirit slash skinwalker looked at him, laughed, and then drove his car off the cliff. When my dad looked around the area, he saw the tire marks extremely clearly leading off the face of the cliff. The sandstone was even chipped and broken in such a way that it was easy to see that the truck didn't just roll off, but drove quickly directly into the canyon below. 
My dad calls the incident in and basically waited there till sunrise when a group of investigators checked out the scene. The scariest part was that the truck was gone. There was no trace of the truck ever hitting the bottom, but the tire marks remained as evidence of the incident. Ooh. Huh. Thelma and Louise, your ass. That's fun. That is spooky. I thought skinwalkers were supposed to look like fucking wolves or something. Like dog people? Yeah. Like weird human dogs, not I mean, ghosties. Yeah. Well, they just look like regular people and they're stealing your car because they can't, their little paw thumbs can't turn the key in the ignition. I bet they could if they tried their skinwalker. They're like half human, half wolf. Yeah. I honestly, to this day, I kind of still don't understand what a skinwalker is and I kind of still don't understand the anomalies around Skinwalker Ranch. Is it portals? Is it aliens? Is it ghosts? Like, I don't fucking know. Above. That's the thing. That sounds so crazy to me. Also, I just want to say, how dare you from yesterday when I invited you? Like I would love to get walker, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'll bring you a lightsaber. And you're like, oh, I have a sword. I do have a sword. It's right Bitch, there. You fucking think a sword is better than a lightsaber. Yeah, because it's a real sword. I have the power of the fucking force behind me. You have the power of like a Chinese made lightsaber replica. I have an actual fucking sword. Okay, well, it's not, it's not like, it's like battle ready. I paid for the blade upgrade. Battle ready to fall apart. No. It's okay. okay well, what's I'll be the one protecting us is with your actual real sword. You're going to come, they're going to come creeping in like a thief in the night and you're not going to be able to see them because your weapon does not illuminate. So my rest of my case. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, I just like how this one starts off. Ooh, this is from my ex-boss. Okay. You, how do you know that? Does it say their name in it? Should I not say their name? It says my name. No, so okay. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this one must be from uh, Rachel. surprise." Oh, you just fucking said her name. Sorry, Rachel from Heebie-Jeebies. Go buy comics from them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I she like how we're like, well, "You'll be anonymous." And Rachel doesn't care. Chelsea's like, "Here's her last known coordinates." Yeah. <laughs> when running the cafe, I got to know most of my customers. I got to know one who was this incredibly kind special education teacher. He was on the verge of retirement. And would always stop on his way down to his job in Salt Lake. Is he going to die? Sorry. I just well, like. I don't know. I, I get that read, vibe. I read these. He also started to bring in his husband, whose name was Daniel. This will be important later. Daniel suffered from a neurological disorder, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Over time, I got to know this man very well, but I don't recall his name. I remember that he grew up and visited many European countries throughout his childhood before taking on a career in special education. We talked about his upbringing a lot. Don't you love that? When like you can never remember someone's name, but you're like, but their second wife's name was Mary. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've known people for years and not known their name. Oh, it gets awkward after a while. You're like, just, I'm yeah, going to come up in conversation. Yeah. You're like, hey, man. Yep. I love that for you. <laughs> One day he came in and I began to ask about his husband. He said to me while looking very offended, if you mean Leslie, she's just fine. I asked how his retirement was coming along, and he said, should be any day now, looking forward to it. I also noticed that his pants had extremely bedazzled back pockets, which were par for the course of this man. He came back the following week, and I stopped him. And I said, I'm sorry, but something feels strange to me. When I asked about Daniel last week, you seemed offended. Normally, you're so excited to talk about him. Have I made a mistake? He goes on to tell me that he's been married to a woman named Leslie his entire life and that he is a podiatrist, not a special education teacher. I said, no, I'm sorry. Something doesn't add up here. Chelsea, this is now to yeah, you. Me. 
These people had the same hair, the same accent, the same pants, the same face. He then brought in his wife, Leslie. She confirmed they had been married their entire life. I'd also met Daniel, who would gush about what an incredible caretaker his husband was. I told him the conundrum that I was in and that I had, and that I had, I was, I was certain he had a doppelganger and he looked me dead in the eye and said, you're not the only one that's told me this. A couple of years ago, I got onto a plane in Salt Lake City and the passenger next to me was already there from a layover. He asked me why I got off the plane, changed clothes and sat back down in the same seat. Ever since he's been wanting to find this man that looked just like him. I hoped for a full year that the man who had retired would come back, come back in, but he never did because he didn't need to stop on his way to work anymore. I got the second one's information so that I could contact him if I ever ran across his doppelganger again, but unfortunately I never did. That contact information was his Facebook page, so I showed it to one of my employees. When I told them that wasn't the special education teacher who was married to Daniel, they thought I was pranking them. Then I clicked over to reveal the picture of Leslie in the doctor's practice. I'd love to say that this was just a person with mental health problems and that completely explains all of it, but I met both of these, but I met both spouses who completely described their lives with this man or rather men. I love it. I love a good doppelganger, doppelganger story. And I will say that Rachel is sharp as a fucking tack. Yeah. So this isn't just like some flighty, like, Oh, I get a ton of customers in because the type of business of like being in a comic shop and then um, the cafe was like right next to the comic shop is mm-hmm. you memorize people because they're like marginalized nerds with social issues. So the more that you get to know them and the more sharp you are at like being able to recall their information, the more likely they are to keep coming in. So that yeah. was like very what we were encouraged to do. Yeah. Uh, spoopy. Oh my God. Oliver's getting a He's beer. He's opening a beer right now. I was curious about what that noise was. But that's that's so fucking cool. I love the idea of a doppelganger. I would I mean statistically like of course there's got to be someone out there who looks almost exactly like you. Yeah, I mean it's just like what a DNA pattern. Mhm. Like it just has to happen. But that's fucking dope that they also live in the same state. I hope that those two run into each other. Yeah. Maybe they were twins separated at birth. <gasps> cool. If they're like the same age and stuff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um i think like what was that the parent trap is that the one yeah it's like that it's like they're the parent trap honestly both of those men should just contact their mom and be like you've got some explaining to do yeah some explaining lucy okay all right here's this one. Oh, i think this is the one i got from uh the sheriff oh fun or the chief the chief of police so i have two ghost experiences The first and foremost thing you must understand is Stockton is one of the oldest towns in Utah. It was, it was settled by the military unit who was sent here to watch the Mormons because of this. There's a lot of history there. Oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. We're learning. One night I was on patrol. I was driving down cemetery road, which in spite of its original name does actually lead to the Stockton cemetery. As I was about a few yards away from the cemetery, I could make out the silhouette of a man walking in the cemetery headed towards, headed west towards the railroad tracks. I remember thinking to myself, who in the hell is walking in the cemetery at 11 p.m.? Me. It is Noel. Yeah. As I reached the west gate leading to the railroad, I hit a bump in the road and took my eyes off him for a split second. When I refocused on where he was, he was gone. 
I took my flashlight out and spent 15 minutes combing the area looking for him. I never found him. The next day, I stopped by the Stockton General store to buy a drink. I mentioned to the clerk my experience the night before. She informed me that I saw Charlie Ping. I asked who, and she told me to look him up. Charlie Ping's untimely demise is supposed to have taken place in the 1800s. Charlie, who is said to be an immigrant worker from China, worked on the railroad when it was being built through Stockton. One day, his wife was bringing lunch to him. For some unexplained reason, she was walking on the tracks when a train was coming. Charlie could see that she was going to be hit, and he tried to save her. The grisly result was was that both were killed, and Charlie lost his head. Bummer. Ah, the story goes on to say that Charlie's wife was buried in the Stockton Cemetery, but Charlie's grave is nowhere to be found. However, a legend says if you visit the cemetery at night and you happen to be near Charlie's wife's grave, Charlie will appear and begin looking for his head up and down the railroad tracks. Charlie only appears after 10.30 p.m. and before midnight because he's afraid of the trains that pass through before and after those times. Still skeptical, I returned to the cemetery in the daylight and proceeded and proceeded to the spot I had first saw the silhouette. In the grave, I found myself standing in front of Red Ping. Why don't they give him a grave now? I don't know. Should we go give him a grave? Yeah. That'd be a good episode. Yeah, I've got a fucking Sharpie and a piece of wood. Yeah. Fuck it. Just a head of lettuce. Bam. Uh, that Yeah. It works. Draw some eyes on it and then bury the head of lettuce. Oh, we'll just make eyes. a Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. With like, uh, like volleyball style. Yeah. Bloody handprint. Yeah. We'll get you. We'll get you your, uh, your grave. This will Mr. be like Ping. our light version of um, what's the shit with the two Winchester brothers? Supernatural. Yeah. This will be like our version of Supernatural where we have to go bury a head of lettuce or a volleyball with eyes um, in a graveyard and make a shitty tombstone so that we could put a ghost to rest. Yeah. Um, also, wait. dear friend, dear police friend, if you're listening to this, don't arrest us. Why? For what? Cora is full on rubbing her diaper <laughs> vagina across her floor. <laughs> you sick bitch. You sick. I was wondering what that noise was. <laughs> Were you not going to stop her? Oh. You were not going to stop her? Cora, <laughs> don't touch me with your fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Get off of me! <laughs> Your fucking pussy juice all over the place. You nasty bitch! God, she's so disgusting. You're living in a cradle of filth in here. <laughs> like Apollo's just leaking poop, and Cora's just got her, her cat, her cat, cat, cat all over the floor. Her entire ass and puss. Like, did just you see that? She like had her full <laughs> vagina. <laughs> I was like, she a, was like rocking back and yeah, forth. Yeah, I'm used to, I'm used to her. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to her, like her breathing noises, but that was like a, like it was like one long sustained like snort. Full enjoyment. She look at her. Just when you think she's cute, she has to go and do something nasty. <laughs> we were praising you for not pooping in the house earlier. You're no, sick. You. You're sick, nasty. Okay. Anyway, now that Cora's done, do <laughs> fucking degrading my floor second experience you want to just wrap this one up you can read it it's a long one so i'll give it to you it's a good half page Fine. <laughs> <laughs> the second experience stockton sits oh it's still the same fucking spooky ass we gotta go stockton sits at the bottom of soldier canyon in the early 1800s there was a sister mining town known as jacob city it did sit at the top of Soldier Canyon 
towards the top of Bald Eagle Mountain. It's now a ghost town. We gotta go. We gotta go. I know that Utah is filled with old abandoned mining towns. And actually, Trevor filmed um, a movie where they were in a house that was abandoned, but completely everything is still in it. Oh. Like as if the family just fucking vanished. Like there's still food in the cabinets and all of the furniture is from the 19, like 50s. Mm-hmm. It's fucking dope. So I'm going to hit up my chief friend. Mm-hmm. He is in my book club. Perfect. I'm going to see if he can take us or like lead us through a guided experience. Watch, he's going to be like, it's illegal to like go into these abandoned towns. And then the be- cops can do whatever they want. They don't, they don't have to worry about I mean, law. you're not wrong. Okay. Who's going to call the cops? On the cops. The cops? <laughs> Who's he going to call? Okay. Um, it's now ghost town. Old foundations, water towers, and the first power lines in the air are still up there. Entrances to the many mines are there, gated off, but still visible. Ghost hunters love to camp here. <laughs> yeah. Every summer, we respond in the middle of the night when a camper calls 911, claiming to hear a man screaming from the mines. Ooh. We have to go. Yeah, let's go record. I won't call the cops, I promise. We go, in, even if it's a real person, I don't care. It's not my problem. We go and check things out. <laughs> even have had search and rescue go into the sealed mines and have never been able to find anything. But I and several officers have heard the almost bellowing coming from the sealed mines. John Thomas was a mountain of a man, a strong and a hard worker, but he was delayed developmentally. In the early 1800s, he moved to Jacob City to work in the mines. He did not have any friends because of his delay. Oh, I would have been his friend. How I also like that this guy's being so like politically correct about like talking about this guy being a little slow. But when I think of the word delay, I just think that like he takes a really long time to respond to you. So that's why he doesn't have friends. Because you're like, hey, what are you doing? And then like five minutes later, he's like, Oh, nothing, just hanging out, but you're gone. So it's <laughs> like, like a real life lag. It's like an actual delay. I also love like the storytelling. I know. That's what happens when you read. Yeah. Well, he just, he just, he constructed these stories well. However, that changed one day when John met a 10 year old girl named Sally. Uh-oh. Oh, it's oh, not great. Whoops. Oh, no. Not Probably great. wouldn't have been his friend. When adult men become <laughs> friends with 10 year old girls, it's not great. That's how you get put on the uh, hashtag. Salt Lake or Utah, Utah rapists. <laughs> he befriended Sally and she accepted him for who he was. One day, Sally begged John to take her into the mines. John at first refused, but not wanting to hurt his only friend's feelings, he eventually relented. Sally ran through the dark tunnels with John close behind, but Sally took a wrong turn and fell down an old shaft. John watched and listened as Sally fell, screaming into the darkness until there was silence. John, so devastated at the loss of his friend, let out a scream, a bellow that echoed through the mines. The town folk of Jacob City came running in and found John. He tried to explain what happened, but the town folk didn't believe him. They proceeded to hang John in the town for the suspected murder of Sally. It's imp- This is why you can't be a grown-ass man with a child friend. No. You can't. You just... You fucking of mice and mend her yeah. to death. You just gotta get a dog. Yeah. In September of 1989, a Boy Scout troop went into the mines and one 10-year-old Joshua Dennis disappeared. Days passed and searchers combed the mines trying to find him. He was presumed dead. However, after nearly a week, Joshua was found tucked away in an alcove in the dark mine. He told of when he first got separated from his troop. He said a giant man took him by the hand and guided him to the alcove. He stayed there until searchers found him. 
Every year, campers tell us that they have heard the bellowing from the mines. Ooh. Wow. We got to go. I need to go get lost in the mines. So fucking, uh, what's his name from Of Mice and Men? The big, you know, what? Lenny? Lenny. Lenny. Yep. So I can go get guided by Lenny. Okay. Oh, this next story is the du- is a duplicate. It's the Mr. Corey story. The next oh. one after that. <laughs> Why are you out here duplicating shit? Um, I told you I like messed up the format. Also, why did you paste this story in here like it's a fucking MySpace wallpaper? So it got oh my god, it got sent to me through Instagram, but like Instagram capped the like amount, like however much you can cop mm-hmm. like send through. So it was like three separate large messages. And I was I had my computer open with this document, and I couldn't pull my messages from Instagram. This does not explain why there is both a blue background. I'm trying to tell you white so. <laughs> text, bolded in. So black. I copied it from Instagram, and I had to send it to my Facebook Messenger, and then it pasted in really weird. And I tried to fix it, and then nothing would get fixed. I tried like copying the format of like the previous correct text, mm-hmm. and then eventually I just had to highlight it black. It's okay, and then change it to cannibal. White. You can keep popping off with your fucking. Oh, I'm going to sell really shitty plastic jewelry. You should. Hello Kitty chains. I'm going to be mad that my sister Dakota went to Japan and became famous. I know so much about Kiki Cannibal. Why? I don't know. My Her space. sister went to Japan and got famous? Yeah. She's like a famous model over there. What? Yeah. Oh, why? Isn't she Cause she white? Just, yeah. But she has that like doll look. Huh. And then how do you know that Kiki Cannibal was mad? Wouldn't you be mad? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, she yeah. write about well, it? Well, then I rest my case. What, what was that thing that in MySpace, it was basically like blogs, but they were like in your profile. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, there were like your blogs. about me sections, but you could like change the HTML code. Well, like I swear it was like, so on the shared homepage, if you will, there were like bulletins, right? Which were basically like statuses that you could post. People could reply to people could share them essentially. Yeah. Um, and that like just shot out into, into the ether. But then on your profile, you had like your about me and you could put, you know, like uh, songs and then yeah. you your top eight and then right above the top eight. There was like essentially like blogs, like you could like diary entries that were like links and you'd click into it and it would be, yeah. someone's like, got to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Did she write any of those about it? No. Do you, how did you, you just pick, you were just like conjecture. I know she's mad about the sister. But she would be mad. Uh, but, but I just Because she was the famous one. And our, then, that's a stretch. Well, she was MySpace famous and then her little sister got dogged on all the time for just being like the younger chubby sister and then she got really good at makeup and lost a fuck ton of weight and then went to japan and became uber successful well, that's what happens yeah and what's kiki cannibal doing now i think she's probably a dj i don't know <laughs> that's a great assumption <laughs> i, I thought you were about to say dead but dj is also the equivalent they're adjacent in yeah my she's book. doing what paris hilton is doing and that is trying to stay relevant <laughs> okay speaking mm-hmm. of horror okay. stories all right I think this is our last one. It is. So I think I was a senior in high school. My younger sibling, Marnie, and I had been hanging out with our cousins in Pleasant Grove. Around 2 or 3 a.m., we decided to drive home to Highland. Even though the speed limit was lower and riddled with speed traps, we decided to take the back roads by our old elementary school because it was the most direct route back to our house. 
Mindful of the masses of podunks co- podunk cops with nothing to do on a Saturday night, I was careful to drive the speed limit. After driving a few blocks on a quiet residential street, we noticed a figure up ahead on the side of the road. As we got closer, the figure appeared to be a girl and her dog. I was concerned about the hour, so I slowed down slightly in case she needed help. As we pulled closer to her, we noticed the girl was alarmingly tall, as was her dog. I'm pretty sure it was a Russian wolfhound and came up to her waist. And I'm not sure if it was stormy, if it was just the effect of the streetlight she was standing under. Meanwhile, but she looked just green. Rachel. Just yeah, it's out. just Rachel. It's just Rachel just a beautiful, tall, <laughs> long, lean model. <laughs> like 6'2". Yeah. Giant. Because when Rachel was young, she didn't know how to dress herself because she didn't realize I needed to go find tall people clothes. So she would just wear a pair of pants and they would look like culottes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, she just, I don't know, Rachel just, like, walks around, like, she's in slow motion, and there's, like, a fan on her, yep. like, every, like, 90s romance <laughs> where the girl walks in. So, they, they probably thought that she was, like, really fucking eerie. It was actually just Rachel. Yeah. Um, almost as though I was seeing her through a night vision camera or something. Her and the dog were standing perfectly still, just staring at the road, modeling. Still driving a bit slower <laughs> than the yeah, she was smoking. Still driving a bit slower than the speed limit. She didn't seem to notice our car at all, and the dog wasn't reacting either. To cut the tension, I said to my sibling, just as we passed the girl and her dog, "Well, that's not creepy at all." And as soon as I spoke, even though the car windows were up, she kind of like jerked as if coming out of a trance and noticed us and started running behind us. Oh. I was going twenty five, and she was basically touching our bumper. So I sped up, and Marnie is screaming at this point. I'm going 30, 35, 40, 45, and she is still there. Fuck the cops. I floored it. I can't remember how fast we were going by the time we finally outpaced her. One moment, she and the dog are there, and the next time I check my mirror, they're not. Well, she was in culottes, so she wasn't slowing down. She had that ankle <laughs> string. <laughs> and full, full strength. Full strength. So Marnie and I are screaming and crying and visibly shaking, but we make it home. Our family cat, Edgar, who is your typical withholding, couldn't give two fucks kind of cat, starts circling our ankles, arching his back and hissing. He was like that for hours. I had never seen him act that way. So I finally sprinkled salt in front of every door or window. Thanks, Hocus Pocus. And I'm still not really sure what we saw that night. And I question if my fear exaggerated certain aspects. But every so often, Marnie will bring it up and they remember it the same way I do. I don't think we ever took that road again fucking rachel i know she's just like bring it to the runway she like has a reveal on reveal on reveal and just like whips her wig and another one's underneath it <laughs> well you actually caught what you thought was spooky jerking was her just changing a wig yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also you should know that last night we attempted to go rando nodding like with the app? Yeah. Nothing. We kept, and we were like death and scary so, stuff. We were like, show us dead bodies. And yeah. we, our, that was our intent was always like, show me something. So the, demons. The random nothing. not thing, as I understand it now, is yeah. it's like you put in what you want and then you get like what, a series of numbers? Yeah. So it's like you pick, you give it your location. So what's up, NSA? Whatever. Um, and then you're like, um, do you, how many points do you want to find? And then it's like, what? how do you want us to generate the coordinates? Either through the ANU, which is like the Australian University, and they have like a generator that takes like high points of energy and gives you coordinates based off of your location. Or basically a, the other option is like, I forget the name of it, but it's um, a random number generator like within that your phone can just access. Yeah. So you pick those, which one? And then you pick either like, anomaly void or uh, I forgot the other one and it's like different like 
this means it's a high point of entry. Um, energy this one is the opposite of that and this is the most powerful of all three you pick Mm -hmm. that and then it's like focus on your intent which is where you're supposed to where we were saying like death scary stuff yeah and then it gives you coordinates and you're supposed to go to them and people have weird experiences like genuinely those teenage girls found a dead body um and um you know people will say kitten and they'll find a cat or people will say dog mm-hmm. and they'll find dogs or what the fuck ever so um yeah queen of reddit what do you know about it i you you got the gaw on me on this one i haven't seen shit you need to go to like r slash rando knots well i've seen the i've seen the tiktok by mm-hmm. now because that's gone fairly viral yeah um but Hold on. I'm getting messages. Okay, I'm pulling up my Reddit now. Random. Because it's the app is called Randonautica, and then the people who do it are called Randonauts. But we were 0 for 5. Yeah. We, and we went at night, and they say not to go at night because it's super. Like this girl posted this one. I think I sent it to you. Their intent was death, and they it brought them to like a spot right off of the freeway and they pulled off and they saw a woman screaming for help and her husband had been shot. Jeebus. Yeah. And so it like, that was a whole thing. So we were like, let's do it. I want to see a dead body. And then nothing happened. It just kept taking us to like, it took us to this like empty field next to a neighborhood and we canvassed the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it took us to this like over and over past way deep depths um abandoned truck stop all i found was a bag of human shit so maybe death i said oh. it was a half point trevor didn't take it i said this counts as death to me um yeah that's uh that's it right spelling demons for sure <laughs> straight up and um yeah and then it took us to a place that we couldn't access because it was all fenced off and i was just like okay Okay, so nothing's happened. And I don't know if it's another situation, just like ghosts where I want it so bad. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Uh, let's see if we can get our recording stuff on the road. I, I have one of those. I have a mobile unit, if you will. Yeah, let's go. Also, let's have that be an episode where we do random not stuff. I think we absolutely should. Also, I have two EVPs for you. Okay. I'll play them here, but I'll probably add them, like, directly upload them so um, people can actually understand it. But the first one, and these were sent by Gail, who is the ghost hunting um, queen. Ghost hunting mama. And we know that she can't fake any of these because she has called me over to help her reset her password. So, like, I know that this is not her, like, duping us. This is just Um, straight recording. Straight recordings from her phone. Okay. I can never hear these until people tell me what to hear. I know. So, So I'll tell you. um, You're going to hear. I'll just say you're going to hear a little girl's voice. You tell me what you think you hear. Okay. So it's, yeah, I heard a very like. It says, "Do you believe?" So I think they say something on the lines of like, "If there's anyone here, can you yeah. speak into this box?" And then she says, "Do you believe?" It's a little girl's voice, and then they say like, "Thank you." They didn't realize that anything had said that, but that's just like their protocol yeah. to like thank the spirits after um, asking them. The next one is more obvious. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> 
I did hear a little girl, but I couldn't make out what it was. Did you hear that? Was it like cake? Yep. They were all talking amongst themselves about how they wanted to go get cake after the haunt, like the hunt. It was cake? And then it's cake. cake. <laughs> That's my ghost. <laughs> You're like hunting children and making them suffer. And I'm just like, I'm still hungry. In the cake. 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 <laughs> That's how I would also haunt people. So yeah. I'll Rachel haunts them by chasing them down into their cars. <laughs> Give it to the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what you can't see is I boging. <laughs> yeah, we're boging, by the way. <laughs> oh my god sight. for those of you who don't know rachel she's like the tallest prettiest person <laughs> in the world and she just but like, if you saw her in the middle of the night oh fucking shit okay well great there's your there's your final part two to um listener pasta with a side of creepy I enjoyed it. I like getting spooky. I've been in the mood to get spooky and spooky doesn't happen to me. So, yeah. So let's go. Uh, let's do a random show. Yeah, we're going to do random nodding. We'll make. Um, Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah. Next week. Absolutely. The weather's nice. Why yeah. If the, yeah, we should definitely do that um, because uh, Trevor has like a mobile recording unit. Perfect. So he can just literally fucking lapel mic us up and we awesome. can just we yeah, can also film it. it if we wanted to. Yeah, why not? So, hell yeah. I'll do it. Okay. Um, hail, hail uh, a creepy teenage Rachel voguing in the middle <laughs> of the street at night, and scaring it. people. <laughs> and hail Gail for the uh, awesome EVPs. Oh, yeah, forever that. Hail Gail. Also, Gail, if you're listening, um, take Chelsea and I ghost hunting. Oh, I would absolutely love it. Everyone in my family's dying. Well, has dropped oh. dead. So, oh. let's see if we can hit them up. <laughs> That I would okay. I was gonna be like, we should go fucking ghost hunt a mine, and you're like, let's just have a seance. Okay. Let's just go to my my fucking parents' house. <laughs> different vibes. We have different vibes, but <laughs> same intent. Okay. Bye. Bye.